for 12-8-2023. This is the Disorderly Show's TLDR News Roundup. Reading the news so you don't have to. And in no particular order, well, the advancement of generative AI systems such as OpenAI's ChatGBT has complicated Europe's initiative to regulate artificial intelligence, causing delays as new risks and challenges emerge. Initially leading the charge with the introduction of an AI rule book, the EU now finds itself in a global race as the U.S., U.K., China, and other international coalitions who aren't too big to name, apparently, develop their own regulatory proposals. The EU's AI Act, which requires legislative approval before the EU-wide elections next year, includes provisions for heightened scrutiny of advanced AI models that pose systemic risks, reflecting the increased complexity and urgency in managing the evolving landscape of AI technologies. The United States and Israel have expressed opposition to a ceasefire in the context of the recent conflict, perceiving it as advantageous to Hamas. The United Nations Security Council, recognizing the escalating humanitarian crisis in Gaza, called for breaks in the fighting. However, the U.S. vetoed this resolution, leading to its diplomatic isolation on this issue. Well, this is not a shocker. Around one-third of adult Americans, predominantly males, are under the impression that they could successfully land a passenger aircraft with guidance from air traffic control. I mean, the planes practically fly themselves, right? However, the skills required for landing and... Okay, let me rephrase that. The skills required to safely land the plane involve extensive training and precise control. And last I checked, the Microsoft Windows Flight Simulator isn't that realistic when it comes to that. It's good, just not that good. Just, uh, it's not a shocker that over a third of American men think, yeah, no problem, I could do that. The Political Action Committee backing Donald Trump's 2024 presidential campaign has reportedly paid nearly $900,000 to Eli Bartov, an expert witness in Trump's New York civil fraud trial. <laughs> I gotta get a different job. Bartoff, a professor of accounting at New York University, testified in defense of Trump and his co-defendants, asserting that there was no evidence of accounting fraud. Despite receiving compensation from both the Trump Organization and Save America PAC, Bartoff maintained that his testimony was not influenced by these payments. Mm -hmm. A federal appeals court has recently intervened to halt the enforcement of three specific sections of a New York gun law that imposed restrictions on carrying concealed firearms. Among these provisions is one that criminalizes the possession of firearms in publicly accessible areas, including places like grocery stores. However, the court's decision still permits New York to implement other parts of the law aimed at safeguarding public safety. This just seems to be the day of duh. The Secretary General of OPEC has issued an urgent appeal to its member countries urging them to reject any agreements at the COP28 negotiations that pertain to the elimination of fossil fuels. The call comes as over 100 countries are advocating for a phased reduction of fossil fuels at COP28, marking a potential shift away from the coal, oil, and gas era. Kind of one of those, I gotta see you do it to believe it. COVID-19 hospitalizations in the U.S. have been a concerning upward trend for nearly a month, with the latest figures showing 19,444 weekly hospitalizations as of November 25th, a significant increase from 15,000 recorded four weeks earlier. 
particularly affected are senior citizens, middle-aged adults, and children under the age of four who are experiencing elevated rates of hospitalizations due to the virus. A contributing factor to the higher hospitalization rates, especially among the elderly, is the relatively low uptake of the updated COVID-19 vaccine, with only 33% of adults age 65 and older having received it. Over in France, six teenagers have been found guilty for their involvement in the beheading of a teacher by an Islamic extremist. The teacher was targeted and killed after he displayed caricatures of the Prophet Muhammad during a class discussion on freedom of expression. The convicted individuals, all of whom were students at the teacher's school, have been sentenced to brief or suspended prison terms. Northwestern University researchers wanted mice to get in on the VR craze, so they made goggles designed specifically for them. The reason they wanted to do this was try to enhance the accuracy of neural circuitry studies in laboratory environments. These miniature goggles offer a 180-degree field of view, providing mice with a fully immersive experience while effectively excluding external environment distractions. This technology enables the stimulation of overhead threats, a scenario not feasible with existing VR systems. A month following Mississippi's statewide election in November, voting rights organizations are raising concerns about the lack of transparency from election officials in the state's largest county regarding issues that caused polling precincts to run out of ballots. These groups argue that sufficient information has not been provided to explain the problems that led to this significant voting obstacle, highlighting concerns about electoral integrity and the administration of elections in the region. Astronomers are poised for a rare celestial event where an asteroid will eclipse the star, and I swear to you this is what it's called, Betelgeuse, offering a unique opportunity to study both the asteroid and the star. The specifics of the eclipse are uncertain, but predictions suggest it could result in either a ring of fire effect or a total eclipse that may last up to 10 seconds. Betelgeuse, a red supergiant, is significantly brighter and larger than our sun, with expectations that it will undergo a supernova explosion within the next 100,000 years. And I guess in the grand scheme of time and space, that's right around the corner. The Texas Supreme Court has issued a temporary stay on a lower court's decision that had halted the state's enforcement of its abortion ban in the case of Kate Cox, a 31-year-old mother of two. This move by the Supreme Court raises concerns from Cox's legal team about potential delays and denial of justice resulting from the court's intervention. Meanwhile, in a similar development, a pregnant woman in Kentucky known as Jane Doe has filed a lawsuit seeking the legal right to have an abortion, reflecting the ongoing legal battles and personal struggles faced by women in states with strict abortion laws. A federal judge has effectively halted the potential reinstatement of the Trump-era policy of family separations at the border for eight years, even if Donald Trump were to return to the White House. This decision comes as part of a settlement approved by the judge between the Justice Department and families represented by the ACLU, bringing a close to a case that has lasted nearly seven years. Additionally, the settlement mandates the government to reunite children with their parents within 30 days, a task that poses logistical challenges due to the issue of unlinked databases. And finally, Jay Tennyson, a 39-year-old former tanker diagnosed with terminal stage 4 stomach cancer and given three to six months to live, fulfilled a significant item on his bucket list, firing a tank one last time. Tennyson, who served in the Army from 2004 to 2008 and then five years in the Reserve, fired his last shot at Fort Moore, Georgia, describing the experience as beyond his expectations. This special moment was the result of a community effort initiated after Tennyson's Reddit post. 
He has faced severe health challenges, including hair loss, fatigue, and significant weight loss. Besides fulfilling this dream, Tennyson was honored with a prestigious Order of St. George Medal for his service. Despite his deteriorating health following chemotherapy, Tennyson has continued to embrace life, spending quality time with his daughters at the beach and Disney World, with skydiving remaining on his bucket list. He plans to create a video diary for his daughters, emphasizing the importance of perseverance and community support. And with that, that has been the news you need to know. Congrats, you just got smarter. You're welcome. It's just a public service that I do. This has been the Disorderly Show's TLDR News Roundup for 12-8-2023. Y'all enjoy the weekend now, you yeah. hear?